Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Monday, July 31st, 2023. It is the last day of July. Pretty mind-blowing. Tomorrow's August. Summer flies and August dies. Um, yeah, so been a few weeks since uh, the last report. Um, it's been a nice been a nice July. Let's see. Um guess I'll just start off with uh some some neighborhood uh neighborhood rumblings. Let's see. Um well, you know, in, in the summertime it's really just a lot of um just a lot of stoop hangs and roof hangs and that sort of thing and an outdoor restaurant and bar hangs. Um had some people over to the stoop a number of times. Um, almost always, very last second, last minute, literally a text, and something comes together in in ten or fifteen minutes. Uh, let's see, we've had uh, we've had Eric over to the uh, to the to the stoop. Uh, Chad Dickerson has been over a couple times. Um, that's been the uh, that's been sort of one of those last minute things where a quick text gets sent and then. Um, and then uh, the hang commences. Let's see. Uh, my bandmate Mike has been over. Um, so yeah, just some good, some good stoop hangs. And then as far as roofs go, uh, over at Eric and Debbie's roof, we've uh, I've been over there a number of times. Um, again, usually in the evening um, after things quiet down on the home front, uh, we went over. I was over there last. When was it? Thursday night and it was pretty spectacular because he's got a great view of the city and there was a huge mess of storms coming into the area and we could just see the lightning storm happen on this essentially 360 degree radius all around the city and the wind started picking up and so before the rains even came which I don't think they actually did. We uh, closed up the roof and went inside just because it seemed like one of those storms where when the rain comes, it comes very heavy out of nowhere. So I love seeing summer st- summer storms, summer lightning. Um, so yeah, some been some good roof, uh, been good some good roof and some good stoop hangs. Other than that, haven't been doing too much. Um, otherwise, in the neighborhood been to Bar Great Harry a couple of times, of course. Gowanus Yacht Club, a couple of times, of course. Bobby's Italian Beef, a couple of times, of course. Um, the usual coffee shops. Um, that's about that's about it from the neighborhood. Let's see. Other things. Oh, I played some mini golf down at the end of Court Street in Red Hook at Shipwrecked, uh, which is the indoor mini golf place. Um, on Court Street below Bay Street, so almost on the very last block of Court Street. And it's a little ship, <laughs> ship pirate-themed uh, indoor mini-golf place. It's really cool. It's very expensive, which is a bummer, but it is what it is. And they have a truly awful online reservation system, which is just terrible. And the UX is terrible, and it doesn't really work until you accidentally have successfully reserved anyway um shipwrecked besides that is a lot of fun so oliver and i went to shipwrecked 
Um, let's see. I've been going on walks in Central Park when work is quiet enough to allow 45 minutes to an hour in the middle of the day to just go for a long walk up into the park. Uh, on my longest walks, I'll go all the way up to Bethesda Terrace and Bethesda Fountain and then sort of head on a northwesterly direction past, uh, I think they call it Cherry Hill, this tiny little gazebo, essentially. I go past that on the underside of the lake and then up to Strawberry Fields. And then I'll just come down either one of the little paths or just that main um, west loop and then exit the park at 7th or 8th Avenue, usually 8th, and then I go down Broadway um, back to work. But I love the summer Central Park walks. And uh, other summertime things, well, a couple weeks ago, we went to Asbury Park, New Jersey, where um, none of us, neither Julie nor me, have had ever been, and Oliver certainly had never been. I've never been to the Jersey Shore, period, which is pretty wild, considering that I've lived in New York my almost my entire adult life, and it's pretty close, and I've been a Bruce Springsteen nut since born in the USA, and so I've never, but I've never gone down to Asbury Park, and it's nice, and from what I understand, the whole Jersey Shore, the towns all have different personalities, um, and Asbury Park is a little bit of a I think it has a reputation as a party slash almost sketchy place, but I liked it. And um, on the recommendation of Pete, we went to this place called Retro Ball Silver Arcade. Is that what it's called? No, Silver Ball Retro Arcade, which is an arcade that just has a ton of um, classic video games and also um, pinball machines with helpful, cool little write-ups, almost like an art museum little write-ups on the game you're playing and the year it is and the history of it. Uh, so Oliver and I had a blast. Julie liked it too. Um, Oliver was very good at pole position two, which um, I was happily shocked by only because he, I don't think he's ever played a that type of driving video game before. And I had played it three times before he came over and I found it to be not easy unless you were doing just the simple oval, but he just he he's a good driver <laughs> so um yeah uh also played pong he declared pong to be his favorite which pong is surprisingly fun and uh yeah, it's kind of hard to top pong really um and just had some great pinball machines too so good times while we were in there and this place is right on the boardwalk while we were in there the power went out so can you imagine being in an arcade and then all of a sudden and that's what happened and then you know everyone's like ah oh, and it, it was very hot that day so it wasn't like a shock so everyone just kind of looks around and goes ah oh. and then um we overheard the staff saying to other people that it was all over town so it's like oh okay so we just decided to leave we went next door to the mini golf place because we were going to go there anyway and the college kid there, there there was no one there the college kid worker says well, there's no power. Is it okay if you just pay at the end? <laughs> we're like, yeah, that's what we were hoping. It's like, okay. Um, so we played some mini golf. That was great. The power came back on by the time we were on, um, I don't know, the 12th hole or something. 
And we paid, and then we decided to go back to the arcade. And oh, when you go in, you you can't enter without buying a timed pass. So you can't just go in and, for five minutes. You have to go in and spend seventeen bucks or whatever for an hour. Um, even if you're not even if you're not playing, you have to spend five bucks. So we went back and we just said, "Hey, we were in here when the power was out. Can we come back and play some more games?" <laughs> and uh, the college kids there were like, "Yeah, sure." You know, so we go in and. And after that, um, it was so hot. We were kind of beat. We didn't have any other plan. We just decided to go back. We walked back to the car and headed back home. Walked by the Stone Pony, so I got to see that place in person, uh, from the outside at least. Uh, on the Garden State Park we, Parkway, we uh, were hungry and had to use the bathroom, so of course we made an obligatory stop at the John Bon Jovi Service Plaza in Sayreville, New Jersey. Uh, Sayreville, New Jersey is the hometown of not only John Bon Jovi, but John Paul Jones, my old bandmate in Taka Taka, uh, J.P. Jones, uh, Matador Records artist, J.P. Jones with the Linfield Pioneers. So whenever I think of or drive through Sayreville, I think of J.P. and John, John Bon Jovi. So yeah, Asbury Park, nice place. Uh, when we got back around 4.30 that afternoon, uh, I immediately... Parked the car, dropped off Julian Oliver, and then got into another car. Pete and Kara picked me up, and we drove down to Mama Tried in Sunset Park. And we saw Savak, the great Savak, play a 5 p.m. show. They were the first on the bill, I guess a last-minute fill-in. With two other bands I cannot remember the names of right now. Chris Brokaw was in one of them, but it was a nice early, I guess late afternoon or early evening, you would call it, outdoor matinee at Mama Tried. Saw Savak. Had a good time, stayed there an hour, and then we came back home and just uh, had a quiet Saturday at home. Good day. Um, Let's see. We made our periodic Sunday morning trip to uh, Meilai Wa Bakery in Chinatown, which every once in a while, Julie gets the urge to go there. So we drove there at 830 in the morning on a Sunday, and it was pouring rain and just got a bunch of pork buns and that sort of thing. Uh, very nice. Um, what else? I did a lot of cool things this way. I'm looking at my list here. Let's see. In the aftermath of my birthday, my bandmates Gabe and Drew took me out to dinner for my birthday. So we went to Balthazar. Uh, always love going to Balthazar. On a Monday night around, we had like 5.15 reservations because I just wanted to do it early just to not be out late. And 5.15 on a Monday is a great time to go to Balthazar. It was crowded, but... Um, not overly so. Um, and noted Balthazar regular Nick Denton <laughs> walked in while we were there. So that was pretty funny, especially having just read, uh, what's it called? Trapped? Um, smoked? Uh, traffic, sorry, Traffic by Ben Smith, which is about Nick Denton and Gawker and Jonah Peretti and BuzzFeed. And yeah, so funny to see Nick Denton there. Uh, let's see. Then afterwards, we had a couple of cocktails at Milady's. I'd never been to the new Milady's, which is a nice cocktail bar, re-upped version of the old dive bar Milady's, which I loved Milady's, and Gabe used to live down the block on Thompson from Milady's, so I think it was a special time for him to go in, but love it. It was, you know, I mean, it was fine. I'm, I prefer the old Milady's, but yeah, better, better this than nothing. Oh, uh, let's see. Other than that... Last week saw the Rose City Band from Portland, Oregon, uh, which features Ripley Johnson, uh, their main main guy. 
He was in a band called Wooden Ships and other things, and Rose City Band is on, what are they on, Thrill Jockey? Can't remember. But Drag City? Anyway, Rose City Band is this beautiful place, beautiful, cosmic, country, American, psychedelic, major key, steel guitar, beautiful, lush, um, sunset, western vistas, driving, rock and roll. And they had been trying to come to New York for several times, and COVID got in the way of those times. So these were their first New York shows, and they played Mercury Lounge and then Union Pool, and I went to the Union Pool show. Thank you to my bandmate Jeremy for the ticket. Went with Jeremy and uh, Mike Phillips, and also hung with uh, Matt Frampton and David Goldstein there at Union Pool. Many fine heads, New York City heads, were in attendance. Great show. Rose City Band. Great, great band. Um, Great show. So I enjoyed that. And that brings us up to uh, just a few days ago. Uh, Saturday, we went to uh, the Maritime Aquarium, which is in South Norwalk, Connecticut. Uh, It was a small but very cute and nice little aquarium. Um, Oliver enjoyed it. We were (laughs) in and out of there in like 45 minutes. Nice $100 spent. But yeah, fun aquarium. And then after that, we got to... uh, Go up to the family house in West Socrates, and we had a nice one, nice night there. And then upon return yesterday, went to see fish at the garden. Uh, this was night three of their seven nights at Madison Square Garden this summer on their summer tour. First set was great. It was like straight out of the 90s, all 90s songs. Um, could have been a first set from when I used to see them in, back in Ann Arbor. Uh, and then the second set was a little disjointed and kind of, you know, not entirely thrilling, and but, you know, you can't win them all. And not every show is going to be like a home run. And so it is what it is, but I had a good time, as I always do. All right, so that's that's what's been going on the last few weeks. Uh, let's see, turning to music. Uh, have I listened? Yes, let me pull up my notes here. Oops, that's not it. Let's see. Well, albums. Listen to Evenings at the Village Gate by John Coltrane with Eric Dolphy, a newly unearthed recording. Um, it's fantastic. It's such a like great live document. You just it's uh, great, great release. Highly recommend that. Uh, let's see. What other albums have I listened to? Oh, the new Blur album, The Ballad of Darren. It's a bit low key and kind of pretty. Um, it's a little, it's like a little less, a little quieter, I'd say, than the Magic Whip, which is crazily eight years ago now. But uh, it's a good, good album. It's, it's definitely front loaded, I'd say. The, it starts to peter out near the end, but I very much enjoy. It. I'm glad there is a new Blur album in the world. Um, listen to Welsh Pool Frillies by Guided by Voices, their new record. You know, as always, good new record. Don't know how many times I will listen to it again, but I like it. I uh, listened to the new PJ Harvey, I Inside the Old I Dying. Um, great PJ Harvey record. You know, I don't pers- I don't subjectively love PJ Harvey. I don't love listening to PJ Harvey that much. I like it, but I don't love it. So I don't really return to PJ Harvey much. But when you listen, you're just like, wow, this is such a talent, such a talented person. And 
My favorite album of the month is uh, My Back Was a Bridge for You to Cross by Anoni and the Johnsons. Um, this is Anoni's first time with the Johnsons in something like 15 years uh, when it was Antony and the Johnsons. Um, oh, my God. Just a beautiful, soulful, pretty album. Um, highest recommendation for that one. And let's see. Books. Well, the highlight for me was... Um, Lost Son, An American Family Trapped Inside the FBI's Secret Wars by Brett Forrest. Brett Forrest is an old college friend of mine. We were pals in college. We literally ran into each other in New York City when we both moved here um, because I kind of oddly lost touch with him after college, so I was out of touch with him for a couple of years. And then we ran into each other on the second floor at the 66th uh, and Broadway Barnes & Noble. Don't look for it. It's not there anymore. Um, wait a minute. Is it? Oh, it might be. I can't remember. I was just doing, using that joke. You know, what has gone is the HMV at 72nd and Broadway. Don't look for that. It's not there anymore. Um, but anyway, Brett left New York soon after and he moved to, uh, Kiev and Moscow and he, another friend of ours is going back. Our friend Angus moved to Russia back then. And Brett was fascinated by Russia and got involved with things over there. And wrote a lot of stuff over there and he's currently the national security reporter at the wall street journal but anyway he wrote this book it's a true story it's about a kid in michigan suburban michigan oxford which is up near auburn hills who kind of a loner and just gets fascinated being online by russian culture and arabic culture and post 9-11 stuff and ends up becoming kind of a mild sort of like online intern basically for the FBI and he just gets drawn into this world and it's a crazy crazy thing and then he goes to Russia and from there the mystery deepens I won't spoil it but true story and a thriller of a book great page turner high highly recommend uh my friend Brett's book it was so good and then I don't know if I ever mentioned it last time but uh uh, but Oliver and I finished the last of the Fudge books by Judy Bloom, otherwise known as Sheila the Great, which I did never, never did read as a child. And it is a great book. It gives you, you know, when you read the Super Fudge and Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing and stuff, you think Sheila is just, you don't know Sheila well, except that she doesn't like Peter and Peter doesn't like her. And when they cross paths, there's it's always a tense, tense uh, meeting. But yeah, obviously this book explains a lot about Sheila and it's just like, loved it. Oliver and I both loved it. Um, he's very sad that these fudge books are over and he doesn't really want to read anything else right now, which is a bummer. I spent two months happily reading to him these books every night, rereading the ones that I read as a kid and reading anew, the newer ones. Um, so, And I just started John McPhee's uh, essay collection, Silk Parachutes. It's excellent. Should finish that in the next couple of days. And then I can't remember what I have up next. Oh, Ah, oh, this uh, book by, what's his name, David Cezali or something? Uh, can't remember the name of it, but I'll save that for next time. All right, well, I think that's it. So, the last day of July, July 31st, 2023. This has been episode 103 of the Conrad Life Report. Take care and uh, see you in August.